Hello and welcome, welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> Evan and Freddy talk Survivor. Another week, um, another episode, and yeah, more stuff to talk about, <laughs> which should be a bit interesting because I think we both have very um interesting <laughs> comments about this very week. Opinion. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, I think we're gonna try and make the episodes shorter now as well for anyone that sort yeah. of was a bit iffy on the length the last time. Yeah, because... biggest feedback from last episode was, man, I don't want to listen to an hour and forty of you yeah. guys talk. So, so um, I, th- I think what we're gonna do now is, I think what we did last time was recap each episode in depth, but I don't think we're gonna do that. We're gonna just sort of talk about what we're yeah. thinking about, what our minds are on. Yeah, um, I mean, for the analysis to make sense, I guess we've got to assume that you've already seen the video, not the video, the, su- the episodes, the, episodes, the survive- so, Survivor, and I don't yeah, think anyone's are, listening to this without having watched Survivor, and if you are, I don't think yeah. you're expecting to understand all of it, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so no need to recap, it's a bit redundant. Yeah, because I think this week we do have some big things to talk about, because I know both of us were a bit iffy on this week, so... Where would you like to start for us? I mean, if we're starting with the iffy stuff, let's just get right to it and talk about the insane amount of idols. We had three episodes this week and four idols found. Four idols, yeah. That brings it to six episodes in the season so far. Six idols or advantages, because George's first one was an advantage. But look, it practically acted as an idol. So Practically. But, yeah, still, um, kind of ridiculous that we had more idols than episodes this week. It's just and the fact so that two stupid. Of them, that two Simon. of them weren't played as a hidden immunity idols, which uh, is, I guess, the, big, yeah. the biggest part of them, the fact that they're hidden. So should um, we knock off each idol that was found this week? Because yeah, okay, so first... George's first one, I don't I don't mind that. That was fairly smart because Baden legitimately found a clue. Yeah. And then George had the uh initiative to follow Baden. But also was he, he ever actually following Baden? Because I what the editing makes it look like he just sort of appeared there with Way. I mean, I think look, I don't know what the editing and the confessionals really mean but i think from what i gathered is that he saw baden looking a little suspicious suspicious when he was tailing him so i think george then tailed baden to the billabong and then you know saw him looking around and decided to have a little look for himself yeah but again we've already seen george what's this this is his third idol overall now um or advantage oh no sorry no not George. This is his second. This is his so second, far. but he sort of does have three by the end of the week because we saw Kara play hers for George. But yeah, look, I still think it's an issue of too many idols, and I guess like Baden finding the clue is good, but I just wonder like how did George end up there specifically? Because again, the editing doesn't show what happens. Like he could have been following Baden, but from the editing, it looks like when Baden walks in, George is already there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe George could have already been there, and then yeah. he saw Baden kind of looking, and then was like, "Hmm, hold on." Oh no, he definitely Maybe spotted Baden. Here. He definitely spotted Baden, but like in the editing, it already looked like George was there before Baden got there. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels a bit slimy to me, a bit iffy. I mean, the fact that it, that that it was George that got it is a bit like suspicious because of anyone that the producers are going to save with an idol. It's going to be George, right? It's George. Because 
Or twists. Yeah, George is... George <laughs> is just... they most marketable, you know, player, I think, and they they want him to stay as long as they can because... Oh, okay, my mind's changed a little bit about it. Like, I did initially say that he was entertaining to watch. Um, my opinion this week has kind of changed, but I'll get to that later. I... Um, yeah. I don't like him anymore. Well, I never liked him as a person. I don't like watching him anymore. I don't think he's good. Because I think we can game. fill a whole segment yeah. with George at this point, but we'll keep it to the idols for now. Um, um, yeah, so then I guess that's all there really is to say. Unless well, we want to talk about how he played it. Well, how he did The way he play played it. it was kind of baller. Like, it was stupid, okay. but that was that was fucking baller, right? It was, it was a it. bold play, and he knew he was on the outs regardless of what he did. So he was just um, trying to have a little bit of add a bit of spice to the tribal. Maybe, which, but uh, it's the thing that confuses me is that you know the only reason you do that is to sort of save your idol. But he ended up playing it anyway. So if he was going to play it anyway, he may as well have just kept it hidden because now he just looks like even more of a dickhead to the rest of the tribe than he already did just by doing that. Because yeah. well, it would have worked if he didn't play it. Because then the fact that he showed everyone that he has one it plants the seed of doubt in their mind you know is he gonna play it or is he not and yeah. you know the only vote on george that night ended up being mitch's vote and he would have been totally safe if he didn't play it but he still played it to be safe so the, the baller move really wasn't necessary yeah and i think what we saw with the ball move it reminded me of russell haynes season three yeah it reminded me so heavily and i went back and watched that moment again um, I wanted to go back and watch it again because I love that moment. And I showed it to a friend because they were watching it with me. Um, and I wanted to show him because he's gotten into Survivor now a lot more. And just watching that moment back is so funny because he's just like, nah, I'm not going to play it. And then it goes like, I don't know, like three other people got votes before it just went, Russell, 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 you're gone. Yeah, it was like, so oops. funny. But it reminded me of that, and I don't think that was George's intention, because I doubt he's ever seen this show before. But um, Well, no, 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 no. Did you not hear his little, like, thing in the, um, or the Tuesday night's episode? He was like, I've been watching this since I was 10. Has he? I didn't well, that's what he said. He said that he... No, yeah, he said that. He's like, I've been watching this show since I was 10, and it's a dream of mine to be here, and I don't want to go. That's why he was getting all, like, emotional. But then he changes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but I think a lot of our George discussion can be held a bit until a little later, because we got to Monday's episode, right? Two idols within oh, half an hour, both to sign... And look, I understand the second idol that was hidden in the reward... Look, it was That's wouldn't legit, have necessarily like, gone to Simon, right? But still, yeah, it gone it's two epi- it's two idols in one episode. That is way too much, way too heavy. It just here's, makes no sense. Here's my issue with... I guess it, it seems to be just a moving trend in Survivor nowadays anyway. And that's the fact that idols can be found without clues because they just seem to be so poorly hidden. We've only yeah. seen one idol... Out of the five hidden immunity... Is it five? Yeah, five hidden immunity idols that we've seen. No. It's five. Was, no, Kez's was a clue as well. But still, the fact that three, majority of them were found without a clue, it's just kind of a little little bit ridiculous, right? Yeah. The fact that someone can just go poking around and just grab something that's a massive advantage is just kind of, like, stupid. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you want them to be found, but if you want them to be found, put the clues in the obvious places and not the idols. Yeah. I think Kezza's one was really well hidden as well. Like That was really well hidden. No one the, would clue have... was, the clue was a bit of a giveaway, but look, it made sense. And clues are clues. It still would have taken at least a tiny bit of brain cell to yeah. sort of find. And it was sort of find. central. Did she find it in a... No, she found it at the camp. It was still like a central location in the camp, so it had to give a strategy for how to get it out of the area. Of course, we saw her use Flick for that. But, um... Mm. But but Simon's was just out in the open. Simon's was just there, and then Simon's second one was just on top of the reward. Was it on top of the... No, it wasn't on top of the reward. It was in the Hessian bag. It was under the reward, right? Was it... Okay. But it was still in the reward when obviously someone would be looking there. Like, yeah, it's still come good. on. I mean, and it's actually funny. I think Gerald caught him on the first idol, not the second one. No, Gerald was caught him the on second? the second, not the first. On the second. Yeah. Okay. Like, he he wasn't that sly with that idol. He wasn't that good with it. But, um, I mean, Gerald doesn't yeah. know he has two idols. Yeah, everyone knows. Okay, so a lot of people on Braun know that he has one. They don't know that he has two, which could be could be interesting but the fact that he has two is just, it's uh, just... like they said it themselves he's pretty much set to emerge now yeah because anytime he's under even remotely under the firing line he can just I play don't... one yeah yeah and he's just safe right and something tells and me that's... he's going to be pretty hard to flush an idol from because he's very central to the brawn tribe as well yeah so i don't especially... think it's going to be easy to flush one of his idols just quick side note i just want to quickly mention this um yeah. They started doing the thing in confessionals where they put the idols that they have next to their name. Although I think it's kind of goofy because it's just like a, it's just like it's a, a PNG of the I idol think they did and it just looks really well. dumb. But yeah, it looks a bit. It looks like they went it looks to so stupid. They yeah, like it looks like Google went like J um like idol PNG transparent background and just chucked yeah, and then it they in. Just put it in, like because. Uh, Americans started doing this a couple of seasons ago, I think, but they just sort of said, like, you know, one idol in possession or something. They didn't have stupid-looking PNGs yeah. of just idols just there. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's another thing with the editing, I guess. They're making a w- lot of weird decisions. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll talk about editing a bit later because that's something I think both of us want to talk about as well. But, mm. um, look, I think I'm, I'm pissed off that both of the idols were found by Simon. But I'm just more yeah. pissed off that there were two idols in one episode. And there were half an hour between them in the I episode. It might have even been even less than that. Because yeah. from my memory, it was just basically like one, two. Like, he just he just got them. Yeah. It's just like, dude? Like, it was seriously? so fast. It was like, what? It was. It's just so infuriating. Because it's <laughs> making our survivor look a bit soft. Like, you said it last week, where we were looking a bit soft, but now it's really getting there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if we look at the tribals, um, the the first tribal this week, the brawn one, I don't think that had anything played in it, did it? Um, no. Benny was going home I, that episode. But still, the two tribals after that, again, idol or advantage played. So, two weeks in a row, we've had one, quote-unquote, vanilla uh, tribal, uh, tribal council. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the other two in that week have had something played in them. And it's just like, 
well, what's the point? It's it's no longer a game of people and, like, the alliances and playing it now if there's just something that can be pulled out almost every tribal. Yeah. And if because we see up... that again. Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was going to say, because if they keep up the one idol an episode little shtick they've got going <laughs> on right now, it it is going to get very boring very fast. And I said this last week, idol fatigue is going to set in if it keeps going like this. This I is mean, just it's already setting in. Because here's... Yeah, it is pathetic, because here's my problem. Again, the third idol, Kara's idol. That was found without idol. a clue, just randomly. Found without a clue, just ran. Again, a baller move of just showing it off to everyone. And then passing and it around. I actually liked that, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was, was really funny. funny. It, didn't re- it didn't really do anything. It didn't add anything. All the people seemed a bit unfazed by it. They didn't know that they were going to split, but like, no matter who played that idol... If they did split, someone was... One of the two people they voted was going home. Because they only had one idol, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just frustrating because we see it happen two tribal councils in a row, episodes back-to-back, where George is saved by a hidden immunity idol. And at that point, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That shouldn't be happening where someone who's on the outs can just be saved twice in a row. Yeah. By two hidden immunity idols. And I think like, regardless... Like, in, in the scope of the game, that's, like, less than a week. That's, like, four days. Yeah. And you just keep scraping by. I just think from... regardless of that idol being played for George anyway, he wasn't going home, because we saw the twist at the end. Well, twist. Oh. And I, I said this <clears throat> in the um, Survivor Discord server. um, The one for the subreddit. I said... There will George is being saved by an idol, or there'll be a twist that saves George. And I think the producers were expecting George to go home that day. And well, they just kind of pulled out the porque no los dos. Like, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just save George with the idol and send Kara to the Veron tribe. She's not going to fit in well there at all. By the way, I don't think she's going to fit in too well. I think she's I mean, the first the promo, to go. Really, the promo fast. sort of set it up, whereas they sort of heralded her as this great addition to their tribe so i guess we'll yeah. see i think she got a little initiation there from what we saw in that you know end of episode promo but there's gonna be a game between the two major alliances in that in that brawn tribe oh, to earn actually because at the moment they're both deadlocked i think see i don't think kara is going to be that at danger for this reason only the Brawn tribe we know is sort of hung between two They're main alliances with a couple swing votes in between. And Kara is now a new swing vote that they have, right? Yeah. I don't think they'll they want to gone because each side will want to have that extra number so that they can get done it. So I don't think she's actually at risk at all. I think it could carry her to merch, maybe. Now that you bring that up. I honestly think it could mm. carry her to merge, being in that well, precarious swing vote position. It depends how the votes do play out, because if she somehow ends up on a minority, then she could get stamped out by the other bigger alliance. Yeah. Um, but at this rate as well, you know, it's a question just how many more tribal councils Braun will go to before merge anyway as well. Yeah, because we've seen it was a majority brains week this week. Last week was majority brawn. Um, at least we've had an equal amount of tribal councils on both now. Yeah, at least the teams are balanced again because I think they've both got 
10? Actually, no, because... Oh, wait, no, that wouldn't be. Braun, Braun would have one more now because Kara yeah. can actually go home. And there's six episodes that said one person hasn't gone home. Three from so each, right? So we have Braun, 19 Braun people remaining. Brains would have nine and uh, Braun would have uh, 10. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Braun has an extra one to add to their massive challenge advantage already. Yeah. Um, but I just think... Look, I don't know what production are on this year. Because it's oh, just I... insane. I'm more pissed off about this than I was about David getting three idols last year. Because at least yeah, David because... had to earn those idols. Yeah, these are just sort of... Being thrown out. <clears throat> it was just a... Well, I think the producers genuinely did think, Oh, shit. George could go home tonight. Let's just pull this out. And then, uh... Well, another yeah. idol happened. Yeah. And I think if... What do you think would have happened if George went to the Broad tribe? Gone. Just genuinely, I think. Even I if... Even if he was that swing vote that Kara is, I think at least from what they've heard from Joey and seen yeah. at challenges... I think they, they don't already don't like around. George. So yeah. even if he did come there, I think both alliances at that point in the Braun tribe would sort of unite to get George gone as soon as yeah. they can. Because I don't think they'd be able to put up with him at all. Oh, I don't know how anyone could. Because here's the... Okay, I guess I'll talk about it now. Okay. This is what really annoys me. And the f and it's the way George plays the game. Okay, and the way he to George yeah. I just want... I, cause I don't see a better place to put, bring it up. Yeah. I the way he whines. Yeah. After that first Tribal Council they had on Monday's episode, he just whined. You know, when was it... Who flipped on him? Uh, Way. What's her name? No, no, no. Way, Way was the other one. Um, Haley. When Haley didn't vote with him. Hmm. Yeah. And he was just mad. And he sucked. And he sort of, you know, you know, carried on and on and on about how, oh, you know, you didn't keep your word. And, you know, the point was brought up, oh, isn't that the game that we're playing? It's a game of deception and lies. Out you know, lost, out play. <clears throat> exactly. And he's like, no, it's not that sort of game. And it's like, dude, stop complaining. And he never got over it. And when people tried to bring it up to him about how much of a dickhead he was being, he was like, no, I'm not getting over it. And that's when he sulked off and went to look for idols. Yeah, right? how about, yeah, that moment um, after the challenge? Because... After that tribal, he trashed his tribe at the challenge. He was like, oh, we can see who the snakes are in this tribe now, who the heroes and villains are. And then Rachel pulled him up on it. And I do want to talk about something with Rachel a little bit later, because something she's had to go through is kind of disgusting. It wasn't um, Haley, it was Rachel. No, I don't think uh, Rachel... Rachel I meant. Rachel no, Rachel, Rachel... He was like, Rachel was initially meant to vote with him, and she didn't. Oh, okay. Maybe um, Haley was the one that chased after him after it was, he it was Rachel off. and Haley that didn't yeah. that were like oh we're the swing votes right. yeah but when Rachel pulled him up <laughs> after the challenge it was like hey look know there's stuff going on in the tribe but also can maybe it's not the best idea to trash us um in yeah, front of everyone sort of positivity thing. that because you know you look like you look stupid to the other tribe come on and it you just, do it just gives them more why they yeah, it just That's gives why you more confidence to win. It's just like you yeah. look stupid. You're not making any friends by doing that. You're looking, you're looking like a baby. Um, 
And it's yeah. just not good. And then Rachel pulled him up on it, and he was just like, no, I'm leaving. I don't like this. You're rude. And then ran off. And that's it's just... Thing. No maturity from him, honestly. And that's why I'm not watch- enjoying watching him anymore. I, initially, he was like, okay, this sort of wild card. He's doing things that are bold, but also kind of interesting and funny to watch. But now he's just sort of carrying on, right? Yeah. And whining about all this stuff. And it's like, dude, it's just part of the game. And then he pulls out these things like, you know, I've been under the firing line for 10 years in Bankstown and the Labour Party. It's like, shut up with these. Like, that was jazz. so like, stupid. <clears throat> he is objectively the worst player in this game. And the thing I hate about this is that, like, the casual fans of, like, not Survivor fans, but just reality TV show fans in general, they are eating this shit up. They just why they're trying to keep him around. It's just so annoying. Like, look, like, I agree that he's probably the most interesting at the moment for all the wrong reasons. But, like, I agree with that to an extent. But, like, the casual reality fans are eating this shit up. And they're j- and Channel 10 are just catering to them with George content. And it just infuriates me. Because with the amount of producer meddling that has gone into keeping him around, which, again, something I want to talk about later, he, like, it's just making Australian Survivor... People like him and the moves they are pulling out to keep him around make Australian Survivor look like a joke in comparison. To all of the other versions. And, and, well, that's the thing, right? But that's, I feel like, you know, it's gone to the point where maybe he's starting to detract from the experience a little. Absolutely. Yeah, he, because you said something about, like, he's the most entertaining in the game. And I'll agree, he's very entertaining at times, but it's gone to the point where majority (laughs) of the time, yeah, for all the wrong reasons, but not entertaining. But still, it's gone to the point where majority of the time he's, carrying on about something and at that point i feel like it just detracts from the experience because you've just got this literal child in the game that's just sort of being saved episode after episode and at this point i'm just sick of like hearing him just whine about all this like trust and allegiance stuff like you're playing survivor you know flipping and blindsiding that happens that's how you win you can't really expect to get to the end with solid loyalty or whatever he wants right but he's going, where? No, that's against me. No. And he's also started this whole thing about, like, oh, I hope your conscience is clean tonight. Like, he started doing that. Or like, you know, I hope you're okay having blood on your hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, no shit they're going to be. It's Survivor. You've got to be ruthless. You've got to vote people out. You know, there's no conscience in it, right? Yeah, he should know this if he'd actually watched this show since he was 10 years old. Yeah, if he has been watching it since he was 10, he would know. Yeah. That this is what happens. But it seems it just... And it won't get through his head. That's why I'm so glad to see that Way flipped from him. Initially, his closest ally in the game is now off him. Gone. And that I'm was so a very happy. smart choice. Yeah. And I, I, I liked her reasoning as well. You know, she was saying, look, there's no reason I should be indebted to this guy. Like, yeah. you know, I can't... He can't expect my allegiance forever just because you exactly. saved me once. It's amazing. I'm so happy that Wei did that. She's finally actually doing something in this game. Because initially, she's always been a quiet player. But now we're finally seeing her realise, okay, I am in a terrible alliance with this idiot that is going to put me on the chopping block once he's gone. So here, let me course correct my game 
and move along. And I'm really glad she's done that because now I think she's going to go further. It's just, yeah, it's I'm, just brilliant. Good on her. Yeah, I'm, it, yeah, I'm excited to see where she goes because it seems like it, it shows that she actually knows. You know, she's got a conscience of you know what's good and what's not, and what she should be doing, and she knows. And that's, I just, I'm just excited to see where she goes now because you know. Yeah. Initially, I didn't expect much from her, but now I'm very excited to see way get on with it. Now that she's finally gotten herself out of this George alliance, which look, I understand why she entered it, entered into it in the first place, but mm, and the problem is with George, he's still got Baden for some reason. I don't know why Baden's with him. It look, makes we, we. If you've listened to episode one, you'd know that we already. Actually, in episode two, we talked about how Baden really isn't a brain at all. <laughs> no. No. Like, the brains aren't the brains, honestly. It's just... <laughs> both tribes, not much going on up there for most of them. Oh, I've God, got, no. I've got especially Brawn, where they misspelled Survivor. Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> S- yeah, that was hilarious. S-U-R-V-I-E-R. It was amazing. But, like, I guess if we're talking about whining, you know, I guess Simon did some whining in that situation where he's like, yo, Benny, be like, okay, I agree stop being that. a dick, right? But to be fair, he Dude, was. He was literally holding one. up, like, the levels, like, the letters, like, W-D-V-R or something, right? Yeah. And he was like, Dude, let me show them. It's like, what are you showing them? Like, this, this is not a yeah. word there. Like, Benny and just looked, in that challenge, Benny just looked a bit lost. He, he just seemed uh, like he was a million miles away. No, 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 no. Here's what I think. I don't okay. think he was a million miles away. I think everyone... But they always do this, and they edited it to make him look useless, so when then they used the reason that he was useless to vote him off, we go, oh, yeah, I see that. But arguably, in that puzzle, Simon was just as dumb. Okay, he was so that. bad, right? They were all that, so yeah. bad, but they edited it to make it look like it was Benny's fault. When, from the beginning, I thought... No, nah, it's not just Benny's fault. They were all just so stupid in that puzzle. But they've just mm. edited it to make it look like it was Benny's fault. So when they go, oh, like, you know, Benny was really bad in this challenge today. So we're voting that. We go like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, he was terrible. Because yeah. uh, we've seen that already. With We've seen that a few times with production, especially with, um... Okay, what, what day was the episode with the ball rolling and then throwing it up? What episode was... It was... The episode that um, it was, it was, to me. I think, it was, I think it was the third episode. Monday. I think it was Tuesday. No, wait. Oh, oh. I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday where George, George was made to look useless. Or was it yeah. Monday? I feel like it was... Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Tuesday was the one with the winch. Yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, Monday. I thought it was Monday. We saw that where um, when Braun were throwing the balls up in one shot, you could see Brains doing the little up and down in the mud pit, but then it cut to Brett to George rolling the ball up. Yeah, that's just, like, such an obvious... <laughs> it was like, it's so I, didn't obvious. Notice it. I didn't notice it at yeah, first until you brought it up, but then I went back and watched it, and I'm like, how did I not see that? Because it's not even they try and crop it out. It's so <laughs> obviously there. I know, and it's, it's like, we're meant to think it's a blowout, but it, re- it really wasn't as bad as they made it look, right? No. When they made, made... try to make it look like it's a, lo- a bigger catch-up or whatever. To, but like... to be fair to the editors, maybe they were trying to show everything, because in that shot when they cut back to George rolling the ball up, it didn't take long for him to actually get it in, but it still is incredibly misleading. 
Yeah, it was really hard to really believe anything anymore. Especially when you see them... I guess we can call that a mistake, because I'm pretty sure we weren't supposed to sort of see that. But when you see mistakes like that, it sort of, you know... Cheapens you know, reveals the, whole, the tr- yeah. Reveals, you know, the secret between the magician's trick, right? And just, now I don't uh, feel like I can really trust anything with the production of this season. Yeah. I was wondering if Channel 10 would go back and retcon that on 10 play, but I don't think they're going to be bothered. Because, again, the casual fans aren't going to care. That's all they're catering to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's... The editing has just been a bit weird this season already. Look, it's slightly better than All-Stars. All-Stars is a train wreck Mm. on editing. I'd say it was a bit better than All-Stars. But they're just making such obvious mistakes and not (sighs) even trying to hide those mistakes. Well, I don't know. I, I have this problem with the editing is that it becomes immediately apparent either who's going home or who's on the chopping block from the very start of the episode because you'll see someone get lots of screen time out of nowhere. Like, Benny, all first week, zero screen time at all. I think I heard him speak, like, three words total. And then he got his intro played on Sunday. At the start of Sunday's episode, he gets his intro, he gets all these confessionals. At that point, you're like, he's just going home at this point. Yeah. They... They aren't very good at hiding that, but they're also, I think they're a lot better at spreading the screen time out a little more this season amongst the players. I I think they're a little better at that this season, but that is completely counterbalanced by the fact they are doing such obviously terrible editing, like tr- tricks, I don't know, to build suspense. But It's not really building suspense. And yeah, just sort of trying to make us care about that play before they go home is just sort of like come on man although like i feel like mitch kind of did get sniped he didn't really get a lot of airtime that episode and then all of a sudden was just gone but he had a lot where mitch's name even came from that episode it was like joey was just just like came "Mm -hmm." out of nowhere and mitch never suspected it yeah i thought that was impressive because mitch was too busy with his hard on against sharon for some reason. Wait, no, sorry, Sharon's in Broad, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got a hard on against Sharon. Shannon. Shannon. Sh- Shannon. Uh, Shannon. Yeah, Crap. no, that's Simon and Emmett. That yeah, the, never the mind. Whole... My bad. So, they're, they're gunning for Shannon. I can't tell, but it's given her such a great way to play the game. Um, oh, yeah. She's one I'm very excited to watch, actually, because she is leading that girls' alliance. Her and Flick. I think it's more Flick than Sh- Shannon. But Shannon's mm. doing very well. But the editing... This has just not, not, not been it. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes it's, uh, look, yeah, my main issue with the editing was uh, that one flub and just sort of the highlighting the person going home. Yeah. Um, I was initially misled on, uh, uh, Tuesday's episode because I thought Joey was on the chopping block because of his sudden airtime out of nowhere. You did say um, that. But it just turned out they just sort of that. painted... It just sort of painted now the Joey in charge picture, and that's, I think, really all it was. Yeah. Because, but the person who did go home, Kara, okay. she, did right. get, she did get a lot of screen time. Um, Kara, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Because she all of a sudden started saying all these things about George and confessionals, but I thought that was just because she, you know, then got the idol for him, but no, yeah. she got voted out. I don't understand why people keep backing George. Kara was never a George backer before that episode. 
Well, um, okay. So she had voted with him in the past. But she and was George that close said, with him. Well, George said in a confessional that at least she was the closest person. He, like, he, she was the person he was closest with. And I thought that would have just been a classic situation where, you know, he thinks they're closer than they really are. But I don't think that actually was the case. Because she was strangely loyal to him. And she said some things like, oh, yeah, like, George and I fit each other. Like, I'm, like, the calm to his storm or whatever cringe stuff she <laughs> said like that. Yeah. But, of course, we saw Kara go off to Braun. I think they were expecting George to go off that episode. But, um, yeah. I don't know. What do we think of that twist? What do we, Like, regardless of who it was going to. I think it was bound to happen. Australian Survivor always does this twist. Um, I think yeah, it happened with, like, Daisy a little while ago. Mm. I... I'm not too sure on that one, really. I but it's knew interesting. It was coming. It's kind of a way to do a swap without actually swapping. Um, yeah. Although that kind of makes it a little unfair. Actually, I don't know how good Kara is at the puzzles, but brain and not brains. Brawns have been notoriously terrible at the puzzles, except for that last one on Tuesday. Mm. But you know, is Kara going to help them a lot? There, if it does, that makes it even more fair because then now brains really have nothing up against brawn which is like bruh yeah i don't think either of them have anything up against anybody i think the brawn has the physicality and that's it and that's what all of the challenges this week were very slanted to as well well yeah okay so brain won that first one just because brawn was terrible with that word yeah because brain i think was second to that anyway but they still overtook but Mm. We see it again. Brain hasn't won a reward yet. <laughs> no, they haven't. They haven't. It's so funny. They're none from six. And at this point, it's like, throw them a bone. If you're already meddling this much in the game, throw the brain's trap a... Because this is what I was discussing um, with someone about, I think it was Monday's episode, where... What was the challenge again for immunity? Uh... That was a throwing one. No, never mind. Um... It was, it was Tuesday's episode with the winch. Yeah. No, what was it? Monday's. Are you talking about a reward or an immunity? It was an immunity. And it was, immuni- it was an immunity that seemed very physical and geared towards the Brawn tribe as if to throw them a bone so that they wouldn't go I think that to was tribal Monday's. again. I think that was definitely Monday's. Yeah. And it, and it was like, ooh. And if, if they're kind of doing that Look, we don't know for sure if they're doing that, but it kind of seems like they are. And if they are doing that for the Brawn tribe to sort of save them from tribal council, you know, the other week, just do that for the brains for reward or something, because they, they, they kind of need one at this point. Yeah. I was expecting them to try and bring the tribes a bit <coughs> more in balance. I was definitely expecting that. Mm. But still, stop production. Let the game play out. Because I okay, think it was too early. Like... I just think that twist with Kara was too early. Yeah. What about the twist with Joey going to Bronze for that, that one reward, though? I don't. I didn't mind that. I thought it was fine because again, it doesn't really have any weight on the game. I guess it gives Braun a little insight into Brains and gives Joey that opportunity to form with the Braun a little more. 
But I think I'd... they did like them. So if they do yeah. swap or merge, I think Joey's in a good position, at least with all the bronze, because yeah. he did come off as very likable to them, and at least from the confessionals we saw, they seemed to like him a lot. I just wish they gave more time to that. I want to know what Joey talked about. We just got like, oh, yeah, George is a good... All right, then they cut back to the brain camp. <laughs> well, I had a little bit of a gripe with it. <clears throat> and that's the, especially Flick. But even some of the others were saying like, oh, now we have a massive advantage over the okay, brains tribe yeah. because we have all this information. What, how does that help them at all? It, it does Him just saying, oh, yeah, George had an idol and everyone hates him. How does that help them at all in challenges or if they swap a merch? That doesn't help anyone at all. It's not like yeah. they have a massive advantage to like stamp out the brains. Or that's, Flick said something along the lines of that. It doesn't give them anything. Yeah, they did so why say are they that. playing it out as if like he like spilled all the secrets and now the brains are screwed because Joey couldn't keep his mouth shut. Like Yeah. It What? That that was very glorified. I did think that. I thought it was like, ooh, okay. Cause they're like, this is the death of the brains tribe. But it's like, no, you just know that George is a pain in the ass and everything's a little fractured there. Like, how's that going to yeah. help in challenges? How's that going to help in, in tribals? Like, what's it going to do? Like, I didn't mind the reward itself. I didn't mind the twist of bringing Joey along. But yeah. I think they think they've got a gold mine from that. And it's just like... But I still think the reward twist was good. I don't... I, it doesn't have any actual weight on the game, despite what it some of them think. Actual, no matter how hard they try to tell us it does, it's like they're dangling it in front of us and like, wow, look at this complicated yeah. gameplay. They're all doing really big moves, like spy shit. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, a, shut up. A production trying to throw in actual strategy into this season? Because this season has had no strategy. Where's the strategy <laughs> been? I think... I haven't seen very much. I've seen big D... I, the only strategy we've seen is swing votes. And that's it. I And idols, but they keep getting thrown to them. I wouldn't call that strategy. Mm, okay, how's this, though? Because you brought up Big D. Yeah. What do we think about the longevity of Big D? Because he's, like, flipped... Like, so many times now. Yeah. I... And people trust him. I think... I honestly think Big D is in a good position. Because he's in a position where he's needed by both alliances. But also... But does the addition of Kara throw that off? And now Big D becomes the unreliable one. Yeah. Is he in danger now? That's why I think both of the alliances are going to try and make their play for Kara. Because both alliances know they have this one person who has flipped between both of them. Like what, um, was it Janine or Sean that just kept flipping with no regard to anything? I think, no, that was, I think pretty sure that was Sean. Yeah. Like we've said, and they're both going to be keen to get rid of him eventually. And now with Kara, I think we're going to see him change a little bit. But also, I still think he's a really good challenge um, asset. There's still he's 90 really people. He is, he is a really good challenge asset. However, the thing is with Kara is I think whichever alliance nabs her is going to get loyalty out of her. Because she's just moved into a tribe where she knows some, where she knows no one. And I don't think she's going to be too keen to sort of break out of her shell and make sort of the bold sort of flip plays yeah. that Big D has been doing. 
So, whereas, you know, Danny has been shown to be unreliable. No one can rely on getting his vote, right? Yeah. Whereas Kara's vote will be reliable just because of that sort of dependency on someone because she hasn't been with all those people from the start. Yeah. So I think he's in a really bad position now. I can see that. I can see that. I think it's interesting because he was one of my people to watch um, from last week. But now this addition of Kara is a swing vote that the tr- that the alliance is going to compete for is a bit yeah. interesting. But do you think with do you think Big D is going to see that this new addition is going to threaten his dominance as a swing vote, and then he's going to have to pick a side eventually? No, you don't think he'll pick a side. I don't think he has that in him because at the moment it doesn't seem like he's swinging strategically. It seems like he's just swinging for the sake of swinging. He's, he's just trying to chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it's that. I think he's just deliberately trying to be chaotic for whatever reason. Yeah, and that's just not going to be sustainable in the long run, especially if it doesn't help him. Hmm. Yeah. It. That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. It'll be interesting to see where he goes because again, he was one of my players that I was watching pretty keenly. But I guess you've brought up a really good point in that his dominance as a swing vote is now practically useless because they have loyalty from Kara and none of it from Big D. Well, it's not useless at the... M- oh, actually, no, it kind of is. Oh, it, de- it really depends, right? Because now they're back to an even number of people on the mm. Brawn tribe. They've got 10 now, right? Yeah. So... I guess this is how it sort of falls into place. If the main alliance of sort of what is it? Flick, Kez, Gerald. Who else is in that sort of main alliance? Um, not Benny anymore, that's for sure. Shannon. Uh, Shannon. Is that it? Big D question mark. If they get that, if they get Kara, mm. then they're looking set, right? Yeah. They've got at least five they can rely on. And then Big D will do whatever he does, you know. If he does decide to flip, I guess they can decide what to do in a revote if they get a tied, yeah. you know, thing. And then the other side, what we've got the set, Simon, Emmett, um, Chelsea, Danny. So again, Kara could make that five. So I really think... Whoever does get Kara is sort of at the advantage. Because especially if Big D continues to be unpredictable. Yeah. Then at least having that fifth with the possibly sixth of him, that's going to help. But that, yeah. just remind me of something that I do want to... The, the revote on Sunday. What do you think about majority of that main alliance flipping on their initial vote of Simon to... Um, to Benny because the only people that remained with the Simon vote I'm pretty sure was Flick and Gerald I'm pretty sure I wasn't surprised Shannon was but already considering flipping from Shannon Simon flipped a vote in the revote and Kez flipped a vote in the revote I really wasn't surprised I was it always sort of felt like that was gonna happen um yeah, it always felt like that was going to happen. I'm not surprised. But it just feels dumb because they're willingly... Okay, like... 
here's what I think. I don't think it was done in concern of rocks, right? I think it was just done because people were annoyed at him for the challenge. Or I don't know what it was. What just actually is the tiebreaker this season? Sorry, are we, is it is it discussion then to rocks if there's not a unanimous discussion? If there's, not I'm a pretty sure that's agreement. what it happens until the near end where there is where I it think becomes fire making. Yeah, yeah. I think that's final five or something. It becomes fire making. I'm not too mm. sure on yeah. the specific of it. I want to see a rocks draw this season. I think that'd be a bit fun. We haven't seen that'd too be many cool. in Australia. That'd be that'd be a little funky, man. But yeah. like, I don't know if it's going to happen. And even then, I think we could both tell it probably is going to be pretty heavily manufactured if they do it. <laughs> they'll they I do think it, they'll yeah. find a way. They'll find a way to pull uh, that rubbish. The reason why I don't think it might happen is because... I don't know. It's just the fact that we didn't really hear the reasons behind them flipping their vote in the revote. Mm. But I'm willing to bet it wasn't because of what Rocks worries. I doubt any of them were smart enough to consider Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think maybe it was in the back of their mind. Probably Simon. Simon seems to be sort of, you know, a fan. I think he said he was a fan. So I think it sort of was in the back of his mind, but I don't think he was in the position to budge. Yeah. Because he was under the firing block. Actually, he didn't revert anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised it went to Benny's way because there was already, like, in his alliance, there was already very much um, concern uh over keeping benny around and i think they were considering that before the tribal a good while and they had their little discussion before that like as they were walking in to put their torches down they had that discussion as well like um before they all sat down they was like what are we doing and like do we want to change so i wasn't surprised to see it i'm not adverse i i think benny was definitely the good one to go honestly i just don't think Benny was that bad. And while, yes, Simon does carry them in challenges, now he's got two idols. If he was quelled at that opportunity, he had... You know, he was gone. But now he's got so much power yeah. because of those two idols, I feel like the opportunity was a little lost. He didn't have those idols on Sunday, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. now he does. I don't think they'll get an opportunity like that to get rid of Simon ever again. Okay. Yeah, so, look, uh, they, they probably are not going to have a chance. And he's undoubtedly someone that needs to go at the end. Because especially if he gets power at merge, he is going to be dangerous, right? And it's the question of, yeah. is it too early to get rid of the dangerous players if they are, you know, very useful in challenges, which he is? Hmm. Yeah, but do you think he'll hold on to his idols before merge? Because I think they might try and go after him. I don't think he'll have both of those idols by merge. I don't think he'll have both. I'm fairly confident he'll have one, though. Because the point is they only know he has right? So but they'll probably try to flush so... that or, you know, force his hand or something like that. Mm. They don't have the numbers to split, so if they do place votes on him and he plays one and negates all the votes and gets someone from the main alliance out then he has the numbers and doesn't need to play his other one. So I think th okay. the way things are falling together, there's a higher chance that he'll have at least one of them by merge. Do we think he'll voluntarily reveal his idol? He's too smart to do that. George is just reckless, right? Yeah. George's game, I've said this before, a train wreck that isn't stopping 
It's just a train. Just keep screeching. He's got no. Yeah, he's got no strategy to him. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna do this. That's it. That was the other strange thing. Him all of a sudden going, I'm not going home now, and then crying to when Kara saved him. Yeah. What was that all about? <laughs> I that was such a weird emotional moment because I was like, wait, what's going on? And then he started crying yeah and i was like okay i'm not gonna bash him for that but interesting i just thought it was weird i mean it, honestly i thought it was interesting i mean it probably was fair enough for him to say no yeah okay well ignoring the fact that he wouldn't have gone home anyway i don't think i think it was fairly smart his his thoughts that look i don't have much longevity left anyway just save yourself don't save me that seems to make more sense because, you know, he's mm. gone the next chance they have, right? Unless he has something yeah. else. So I guess we'll just... I think we've talked enough about what's happened. Let's move yeah. into predictions for next week. Will something yeah. else save George? Yes, absolutely. What's it going to be? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw George get to final tribal council and have no votes from the jury. At this point, it feels like it's just going to happen. It can't happen. Like, the only like, reason I guess it happens they can't really it... meddle too much at Final Five. They can't meddle too much post-Final Five. No. And if he gets that far, then hell yeah, he's staying, because then at the point people are thinking Final Tribal Council game, anyone who goes up against George is winning. Even this early, I'm calling yeah. that, right? There's yeah. nothing he but, can do. But, if he does get to Final Tribal Council, are people going to think he played a good game? Hell no! I'd hope not, but I wouldn't be surprised if we had, like, oh, you know, he played such a reckless, such a ballsy, such an ambitious, bold game, only... and he's here, he's stayed, but the only reason he's there is because of production! The only people so... who could think that, though, realistically, in my mind, are the Bronze Tribe. Because all the brains have seen him whine and carry on. And even if he does sell that he's played a good game, all the whining and carrying on about people not being loyal to him is just a glaring issue in his game, right? And that would instantly yeah. put at least me off voting him, right? Yeah. I just think... I don't know, because I feel like it feels like at this point, production are going to do whatever they can to get him to Final Five, or to get him to Final Tribal Council. Okay, but... And it is so annoying. What's going to save him next week? There, there, there are three things that could save him next week. Three brain immunity wins, which I don't see happening. No. Another no idol, at which point I'd just be pissed off. You can't save him with an idol three times. But, but I think they... If they have to, they're going to. Well, are they going to do advantage? Are they going to do... What are they going to do? Like, it's, okay, look, if I, I, I've I said six idols, six episodes, but, you know, of course one of them was an advantage. But I think we're going to see most advantages are going to act as idols when they land in the hands of George. They can't do this again. I, now, just thinking about it, George hasn't been to a single tribal council where he's been at risk. The first one Brains were at, he had the advantage. The second one, he had his own idol. The third one, he had Kara's third idol. One. Every single vote that could have been cast against him, gone. In every single tribal council he's been to. They can't keep doing that. It, 
But also, I at this point, six idols, six episodes, the traditional survivor format for idols is um, one idol per camp. We've seen them go way beyond that. Well, okay, so Simon has two. I guess one that can be found in camp plus ones at reward or challenges or whatever, maybe. So there yeah. is going to be another idol at the Brains camp. I swear to God, if it lands in the hands of Baden or George... Is Baden going to stick with George, or are we going to see new alliances form as well? Another prediction that could be... I made. think Baden's going to see for... There's oh, two of them now. It's two versus seven. Is Baden going to jump ship? But because... Jump ship. What happens then? They all jump on George. Yeah. Then what? That alliance has then got a shadow. Then they jump on Baden. Right? I think... I... My... Re the relationship between Baden and George just confuses me so much because Baden started out as a George hater but now he's yeah I'll work with him like I don't ah. know it's just so weird and I don't understand it I know and it's just like but like what happens at this point what's his game plan like even if like the only way he wins is if he does get saved and keeps picking people up but if he does get saved they've got even more numbers to split the vote now right because yeah. unless someone flips to his side, which I don't see why they do that, then, they, you know, they've got, what, seven votes on two people, even if they go 4-3, you know, mm. one of them plays an idol. They don't even need to go to a revote because they've only got two people in the alliance, which is George and Baden. Mm. So what do they do? Yeah. They Something has to switch up at the Brains Tribe. I don't... But what... But what are we going to see switch up at the Brains Tribe? The only time I think we're going to see something switch up is getting rid of George. Gone. He's actually gone. However unlikely that is. But until then, it's always going to be entire tribe versus George plus whatever ally or two he's able to find for that week. Okay, well, I see... I, I don't know if Baden is smart enough to jump ship. But if he has anything inside that brain of his he would and at that point then it becomes like what? everyone versus george but then after that yeah. something has to happen because you can't have mm. a seven per no an eight person alliance <laughs> aiming at no one and we don't know how many tribals brains are going to go to but i think uh, if they go to more than one we're going to have to see something change because if they go the first one they go to will probably be everyone versus George again, rematch mm. third time in a row, right? But yeah. what happens after that if they have a second tribal next? Well, let's assume in the first tribal, George doesn't have something thrown at him. But what could they possibly throw at him? Idols. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. If they throw another idol at him, he's not safe. Or he could be safe, but then his alliance just goes down to just George, right? Mm. At that point, True. what happens? But then, what else do they do? I don't know. I think it's so hard to tell with this game because there is no. This game isn't. The game just doesn't feel natural. Watch him get like a super idol so or something. Oh, God, no. If they give him a super idol. I'm going to lose my shit. 
Imagine Has if, Australia like, I don't know, had bridles ever? Um, they apparently they did, but they don't function as regular super idols. The super the one super idol I know of in season two because someone mentioned it to me was just an idol that considered someone else's idol invalid. Yeah, it's not a super. I'm talking. So that's not what a super idol. American. Super yeah, the actual idol. play it after the yeah. play it after the votes have read. Yeah, I. I'd like to think they're not going to go that far. But at this point, I don't know. They probably will. Because at this point, Australian Survivor is a laughing stock of the world of Survivor. At this point, I don't think the producers give a shit. As long as they get their promos and their viewers, they don't care. Like, we are. This version of Survivor is such a laughing stock compared to the American and the South African. And I think those are the only two running at the moment. I'm not sure. Yeah, pretty sure. But, um,. Like, we're just a laughingstock. We're a joke. This show is a joke at this point, compared to the rest of Survivor in the world. And at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they just started chucking him idols. I wouldn't be surprised if he just woke up one morning and found seven idols just around his neck. At this point, it could happen. But it's just so hard to call predictions now, because it's not natural. It's not about player thought. It's about... It's just about people being the most promotable. But one thing I do want to mention real quick is um, I hope that the Brains tribe sort of looks at what's happened with George and goes, okay, we need to start looking for idols more. Because at this point, it's really only been George and like a select couple others when they... And David, when he's had a clue. Um, They need to look for idols. They do. A little more. So at least like it's harder for production to just plant them for George. Like... I think the Braun tribe has not done it either, but they also haven't had one specific person. Look, yeah. if they want George to go out with a bang, here's how I reckon they do it. Throw him another idol, right? But here's the kicker. Throw Joey an idol nullifier. Bang. Lots of drama. Just gone. <laughs> We're done, right? Please. Please. That would be... And then send him to exile. Yeah, because we'll just bring that back just for George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, send him to exile. Send him to the Braun tribe. Do something. Just anything Put but him... send him home. Send him back to the... Yeah. Send yeah. him to the they'll Rebel do that. Party. They'll, they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll probably do it, honestly. This game has no integrity yeah. at this point. I'm so pissed off at this game. I'm going to keep watching it. I've heard oh, yeah, a lot of, of people say they're not going to watch like, it. Anyway. Uh, I'm annoyed, but yeah. of course we're going to keep watching uh, other than that... Because I love Survivor. But I guess, look, I, it's so hard to predict. It's so hard to call anything. Yeah. Were there, was there any changes to your players that you wanted to um, have a look at before we end it off? Because I think I've got one that I want to change on. Um, look, I think Joey, now that he's in the limelight, he's looked strong on the Brains tribe. He's got a lot of charm. He could be dangerous. Don't know his how gameplay well he is, because they really have do anything too complicated gameplay-wise. Um, mm. But at least his uh, charm and personality could be potentially dangerous, so I want to keep a good eye on him. Yeah. Also, Way okay. as well. Way's looking... Way's shaping up to be crafty. Yeah. Way... I'm so glad she flipped from George. Oh, yeah. I'm glad she's finally doing something for herself. And I'd like to see her advanced further in this game. I don't think she's going to get that far. I'd be surprised, but pleasantly surprised. 
pleasantly surprised if she got to merge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we'll see. I guess the one thing I just wanted to change about my predictions is Big D is a lot more rocky than I think he was before. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to see a nice little power couple, um, Shawnee Fenella-like <laughs> power couple, in um, in Flick and Shannon. Yeah, I was thinking initially it would have been flicking Kez uh, last week, but Kez just did nothing this oh, week. Yeah, she had her one yeah. idol thing, and then then now nah, just straight like, out of there. I feel like they sort of have like the girls' club, similar to how we had Simon Emmett, uh, and what was the other dude's name? It's already Gavin. Gone. I forgot. <laughs> Gavin, that's it. The footy player. Yeah. I think what I think we're gonna and how Gavin was sort of always on like the outs of that group a little bit, like he was the first line of defense mm. for a vote. Um, I think we're gonna see uh, Shannon Flick and Kez, but Kez is the Gavin in this situation. Yeah, she had. But, also, but I still think a, I still think a power couple little thing between Flick and uh, Shannon is looking the most likely at the moment. They're a bit different to what we said last week with Flick and Kez, but. I guess we'll see what happens because again, it's so hard to call at this point early. that I guess we have to wait and see. Um, but, and I guess just one more thing I want to, did you have any more predictions? Uh, I'll let you uh, say your this last is, thing and then we'll wrap it up. Sort of a, yeah, this is sort of a general just comment because, uh, Rachel this week, uh, if you've had a look at her Instagram or anything, she's gotten some pretty disgusting messages from a lot of people really? blatantly disrespectful messages um huh because of because of how she's voted in survival against in george yeah people have called her slurs just blatantly disgusting things and it is just so not okay and if you're someone who is going to get so worked up that you're going to send death threats to somebody because they tried to vote against the most prickish player in Survivor. Stop watching the show. Stop going outside at that point. Because, seriously, like, some of the... If you go to her Instagram, I'm not going to read them out, but what she has had sent to her is blatantly disgusting and blatantly rude. Yeah. So I just wanted to sort of mention that a bit. Because... If you're really going to get that work, you can criticize someone for their game, but when you, like, start blatantly going in and calling someone slurs and personally insulting them and wishing actual death upon them... Yeah, that point is like... You cross a pretty heavy line there. Mm. A line that should never be crossed, and I feel really bad for Rachel for having to go through that. And I hope that some of those people realize that they're complete and utter shitheads, and work themselves out if you want to read the messages you can go to our instagram but they're really terrible and i just wanted to mention that um okay well i guess on that we'll wrap it up but, for this yeah. week um i guess we're either we'll at an hour or week. nearing an hour um, we're at an hour so yeah. hopefully a little so, better a little shorter than last week um so more of you have stuck yeah. around if you have stuck around for the whole hour thank you again for listening uh we love anyone that actually wants to listen to this stuff. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you want to get in contact, yeah. you know, again, follow the Twitter yeah. at Evan and Freddy or email us at mail at evanandfreddy.com. Um, you can follow- all of our links and stuff are on evanandfreddy.com, so head over there, including our Patreon and all our podcasting links. So give that a look. And how do we yeah. like the new microphone? Better than the terrible yeah. AirPods audio. 
Evan has secured a new microphone, thankfully, so hopefully the complaints about the audio that we got last time are a little less this time. It's not perfect, but I'm getting um, better. No. God, neither's mine. Mine's terrible. But it's here to stay, hopefully. Oh, it's here but to stay. We hope everyone has enjoyed this episode. We will see you next Saturday, even though this is going out pretty late Saturday, um, with more Australian Survivor analysis. Yes. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for listening.